Hi there. I'm Lars Hammer, the pastor at Lord of Grace Lutheran Church here in Marana, Arizona. Welcome back to the Walk Through the Psalms. I'm going to continue today looking at Psalm 50. Today we're going to start at verse 7. We're going to go through verse 15. So let's have a read. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you, nor burnt offerings are continually before me. I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your folds. For every wild animal of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the air and all that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world and all that is in it is mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Let's start back here with a look at sort of the first chunk as they're divided in the Psalms. Verses 7 through 11 is, is a first chunk, kind of a separate thing. The two relate together. But what are we saying here? Okay, starting in verse 7, uh, God is beginning another rant of the, I don't know how many hundred rants in the Old Testament against animal sacrifices against animal sacrifices. Now this is a the classic example, I know I use it a lot uh, when trying to explain how the Bible is not perfectly consistent and sometimes has contradictions. That the animal sacrifice one, while it's not a big issue for us, it, it, at least in the ancients was a, huge, it was a huge issue. And in the Bible, it is a very glaring contradiction. There, there are tons and tons of passages in the first five books, particularly in Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, that go on about animal sacrifices, how to do them, when to do them, what way to do them, uh, what to do with those who are wealthy, how to create a sliding scale. It goes on and on and on and on about animal sacrifices. You get a whole bunch of the rest of the Bible, the rest of the Old Testament, the prophets, psalms, they are against animal sacrifices almost, almost 100%. At the very least, they're critical of them. So you have this huge contradiction. What is it God wants? Does God want sacrifices or not? Well, they're two very different views. I don't have enough time to go all the way down the rabbit hole on this one. But in this particular psalm, we are getting that negative perspective. The people of God are making lots and lots of animal sacrifices, but God is again saying, I don't really want this. He didn't say anymore, but like we could read in anymore. I, I, don't, I don't want these sacrifices. You're spending all this time and all this energy and all this money bringing these animals to Jerusalem, tying them up, lighting them on fire, cooking them and with the hope that I, the Lord God, will smell the cooking flesh and go, oh, that's great. Now I'll listen to your prayer. And God is saying, no, no, please, for the love of me, stop the sacrifices. 
And he says, the people are doing a lot. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. So God sees him and knows him. He's saying, look, I know what you're doing, but verse nine, I will not accept a bull or goats. No bulls or goats. Bulls are more expensive, goats are cheaper, I don't care. Cheap or expensive, I, I don't want them. And why? He gives a couple interesting reasons. And the first one here, every wild animal of the forest is mine. I already have all the animals. I don't need you to burn them. It's not really a gift if I already own it, right? It's like you're going through my closet and taking something I own and wrapping it up and handing it to me and saying, see what a great giver I am. God is saying, I already have all the animals. I don't really need yours. It's kind of already mine. I'm not impressed by this as a gift. I don't need it, God says. So he's coming down pretty hard on this. But then he says in verse 12, if I were hungry, I would not tell you <laughs> for the world and all that is in it is mine. I'm like, if I'm hungry, you think I'm gonna ask you, a mortal, for food? You think I'd go, oh, please, get me a bowl. I'm, I, I need a good steak tonight. Come on. That's what God's saying. Come on. I already got the animals. I, I'm not asking you to feed me. That isn't what I'm looking for from you. That isn't what I'm asking for. That isn't what I want. Verse 13. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? No, I don't. I'm God even if all those were gone. What does the psalmist say? And this is the key, verses 14 and 15. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving. That's what I want. I want you to be thankful. I want you to be grateful. I, that, that's what I want you to do. I, I, I want you to pay your vows. Be faithful to me. Don't go worshiping other gods. What, what you see here in the Psalms, you see it in a lot of the Bible, is they're dealing with this temptation to make religion about something other than how I live my life and changing my life and reflecting on myself and whether I'm doing what I should be doing and being what I should be and reflecting on that because that's hard. We don't like to do that. We don't want to go in prayer and ask God to show us how to live our lives. We want to go in prayer and ask God to give us what we want, right? And, and, and there's always that temptation to sort of be transactional. God's always trying to push us away from being transactional. And sacrifices are supposed to be a way really of showing how repentant one is, right? I committed a sin, so I'm giving up this sheep or this goat. It costs me a lot of money. I hope, God, this shows how sorry I am. That's really more what they're intended to be. But they can very easily turn into a transaction. Well, let's see, I gave God a bull, so now I get a free pass to do, you know, X, Y, Z. And it becomes transactional, like I'm buying forgiveness somehow. It can veer that way. That's not the intention as it's, as it's written up in Leviticus, but that is how our minds go, right? 
I mean, who among us has not, you know, had a prayer and said, God, if you'll save X, Y, Z, I'll go to church every week. Like, like this is a payment. It's still a transaction. So sacrifice goes there. What does God want? Thanksgiving. No transaction, right? You got it, just be thankful. What a different kind of relationship. Why would we want transactional when we could have something as simple as being thankful? Because transactional still gives us a sense of control. It's like we're buying something, even if we're buying it with a favor. But to just be thankful, that kind of puts ourselves in God's debt, puts us completely in God's debt. And God doesn't owe us anything. And maybe that's part of the point here, is God saying, yeah, I, I don't really owe you anything, but I give you everything anyways. Be thankful. Is that so hard? But there's always that temptation in religion to make it somehow about something other than me changing the way I live my life. And this is always another danger with the sacrifice system is that the idea is, if I can just keep giving sacrifices, I don't have to say, hmm, how have I been treating my coworker today? How have I treated my employees today? How have I spent my money? And have I spent my money in a way that supports uh, and lifts people out of poverty or in a way that perpetuates poverty? How have I used my job today? in a way that takes care of the widow and the orphan and the alien. How have I acted kind? Have I, have I acted kind? The, the, I, the temptation to want to make religion about everything but an, a, an examination of my own life is one of the most constant temptations. And what God is wanting us to do is to be thankful and look back on ourselves. And this, this will come up over and over and over in the Psalms and the prophets. Offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And I love how they call that a sacrifice, almost like it's being thankful is almost harder. It's harder to be thankful and gracious than to buy something. It's harder to be humble and admit what God has done for you and say thank you than it is to buy something. Like there is something really humbling about that that goes against our nature that we don't like to do. But that's all what God is saying. And it says there in verse 15, call on me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you. I will deliver you. Call on me and I'll deliver you. He doesn't say do X, Y, Z. All you have to do is call on him. That's it. Sounds like a pretty good offer to me, right? So the Lord God asks for our faithfulness and promises deliverance and expects nothing more than gratitude. Wow, that almost seems too easy to be true. And for a lot of us, it is too easy to be true, maybe too humbling to be true. So we revert back to trying to find some way to have a transaction to get what we want in one way or another. All right, that's just some thoughts, some more thoughts on Psalm 50. Thanks for tuning in. I hope to see you next time. God bless.